Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. The date is February 14th, 2019, and this is episode 41. It is cold, gray, overcast, like raining um, where I am in the desert, and so if you hear it, that's what it is. Um, and I'm so grateful to be indoors wearing these arguably hideous um, shearling shoes that are toasty and having a cup of tea and it's all pretty great. Um, I thought I would talk about love today given that it's Valentine's Day and I love that um, this micropod because I just put it out um, myself I love that there's no sort of advertiser just like you know having come from magazine and stuff that there's no like pressure to like do a Valentine's Day episode which really feels like an invitation to be naturally drawn to it and do it um, for myself and on my own terms. Um, but yeah, I wanted to check in about this idea of love because as a bulimic and an addict, I, in recovery, gratefully in recovery, I really grapple with this notion of enough and more. Like, I grew up with this like scarcity mentality which I still have and it's like the lizard brain that drives so much of my decision making and the speed at which I like attack life and be reactionary and just like fling my body into circumstances that um my psyche doesn't enjoy um but I do it so quickly and and so desperately and and manically that I never really allow myself to acknowledge that. And so with something like love, I find myself, you know, in a partnership where that holds true too, where there's really never enough. And I know that some of the worst aspects of my character are that I am petty while being greedy and incredibly transactive so you know while I like gorge on um, love from partner and support and attention I can be incredibly miserly about doling it out Um, and then when I'm healthy enough that I can sort of give it freely I always I have to just do a gut check and notice if there's something that's gone in an invisible ledger that tallies all the things that I've given. Um, So yeah, it's been this really amazing thing to be sort of assessing all of this and being mindful of all of it and being accountable on my own end for all of it. Because once you notice it, then you sort of speak it out loud, and then you you hear it, um, and then you can make a decision as to whether or not 
that will be your truth anymore. Um, And so the thing about being in a 12-step program, which is the way that I seek recovery as, um, as well as with a cognitive behavioral therapist, um, I am in rooms, like 12-step sort of functions like group therapy, and I am in rooms where I routinely am shown the evidence of love from strangers. And this is like really dope and it's something that is like very human and awesome to me as like a petty transactive person because on one hand like there is certainly a layer where I'm like yes like I get all this free love (laughs) and I may never see these losers ever again like sure but the the further I get into my recovery and the further I get into sort of like self-interrogation and self-exploration and the more I laugh at this first layer of like lizard brain and knee-jerk tendency and sort of dig deeper and see if there aren't like feelings that I can tap into below that and oftentimes there are depending on how loud the food is in my brain and how anxious or depressed or, or whatever that I am but being shown this evidence of love from strangers really allows me to also love and support strangers too like the thing about 12 step is that it's like group therapy but then you know there's this thing where like everybody gets each other's phone numbers and you know it's almost like you can just hit someone up and be like I have an issue and they help you and like If you had told me outside of the context of like knowing that as a reality and experiencing on a truly daily basis, like I would have been a incredibly dubious being like, um, why would I want to share my innermost thoughts with, you know, like the great unwashed hordes of New York. But now that I have it as a support system, it's like the most beautiful thing. And it's the most reassuring thing. And it's the kind of love that I don't feel like we experience enough or recognize enough. Like, I love New York because there is so much in the kindness of strangers that you see. I mean, the flip side of that is obviously true too, where you're crammed in together that you do see a lot of other, like, kind of negative stuff as well or you see the reactionary aspects of other people and sometimes that can get on you like you know an altercation on a subway in your morning commute for just one example but you do see a lot more kindness as well and then below that you see like you know what I've seen in um 12-step programs is that just that love is given so freely and for someone like me like over time like neural elasticity being as it is like I can find myself learning how to love and how to be deserving of love and the sort of miserly and finite aspect of it sort of blurs and wavers and then hopefully hopefully it will go away but I think of love kind of in this interesting way where that like it's deemed so special and rare and I can understand 
the incentive for that like part of me is just like you know this is just like a cis het heteronormative like puritanical like marriage construct um or like it's like an agenda set by Hallmark and De Beers to to flog more cards and diamonds or whatever but and you know it's really easy to be like love is everywhere and then be like oh that's so corny but love really is everywhere you guys <laughs> I have become this person but love is really interesting because that word is so tremendously loaded and it feels like something you have to like that is incredibly hierarchical that you have all these levels that you have to go through in order to like achieve love and I kind of just wanted to cast a new light on that or just like frame that a little differently because in the same way that I was so reluctant to call trauma trauma um, as I experienced it, like trauma, like you don't feel as though you are allowed to call something trauma until you have literally like fought inside a war or experienced a war or like been a refugee or all of these things. And while these things are trauma, and I am not by any stretch even begin, even going to go down that hole of like, all trauma is equal because this is not what I'm saying in the same way that I'm not saying that all love is equal but you can love someone who you don't know in the same way that you can be traumatized by a situation that has no clear assailant um yeah it's so funny like the more I kind of like think about all this stuff and the more like introspection I do and the more just digging um you know you kind of run into this like really beautiful interwoven thing of how like mindfulness or like spirituality and faith and just like being in tune with the world like everything sort of starts flowing together and I really feel like I always feel like I'm like saying something that's accidentally like kind of like matrix movie adjacent but I kind of think I'm starting to think of it all as like really the same thing that's just like applied in different modalities that kind of get you to the same destination not to say that that's a finite place that you can like achieve or whatever but just that like it helps you get to like your truest, most honest, most gentle, most free self where you just vibrate on the frequency that is innate in you. And I really think that some days I'm really grateful for my eating disorder because it is such a good indicator for when I'm not vibrating in that space. Like, if I'm hungry, I need to look around. And that's just, like, a really fail-safe, it's, like, a foolproof mechanism for me. And then in that, I also have the incentive of art, or that, like, if I'm vibrating in accordance to that, um, I do feel like my art is more truthful and more beautiful and more mine. Um, 
but yeah so I keep returning to this notion of like seeking to love rather than be loved and how that's a corollary with like having what you want versus wanting what you have and it kind of goes back to my thing of like greed and enough and transaction where like if you can get there where loving someone fills you with as much love and proof of love and joy and satisfaction and peace as accepting love like that would be just such a rad place to be because so often I don't feel the love when I receive it but in my state as an act as an addict in recovery like when I give it I can feel it sometimes more strongly um and so that's just something I really wanted to share um yeah the other thing too with my transactive state like I I shared a few days ago about how my partner and I had been arguing and um how much hostility there had been and you know, I'm so grateful that this many day- days later, um, there's been a lot of forgiveness and acceptance. Um, but I do catch myself wanting acceptance points. Like, I really do want there to be some record of how good I am at accepting. And that always, like, goes back to that whole thing of me thinking that I'm, like, performing. Me thinking or feeling as though there is, like just a committee or like jurors judging me on my capability and ability to love and and accept and forgive but so that's just something I have to watch myself around too um and that's how like I guess in the same way because it's like acceptance I want acceptance and my capability of accepting to be infinite in the same way that I want my capability to love to also be infinite um and I think the only way to really get that is if you can relieve yourself of the burden of keeping track and I think that's going to take a really long time for me um but I'm just really hoping for gentleness around that and self-forgiveness around that um But yeah, I really hope that you have a gentle day and that you have a loving day and then you could feel the love and be touched by love. Even if it's not like, you know, like scare quotes, love or hashtag love. Yeah, that's it. Thanks.